Hello. Welcome to episode 13 of Stick to Sports. I'm Sean Gentile from Sporting News. I just purchased a new set of kitchen knives, which I'm very excited about. Uh, I'm Ryan Lambert from Yahoo Sports, and I didn't purchase any knives, and I also didn't get to do the intro last, this week because I messed it up last week. So, oh, boy, that was so bad. That, that, it was. That means... I, I listened back to it, and I was like, ooh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> It went on for a while, man. It, it sure was solid, did. Solid ninety seconds worth of. You tried to stop me very, very hard, and yeah, I, I was not having, it. not I interested sure in your appeals to my professionalism. Um, I want to hear about these knives, though. Uh, I just need a new set of. I just need a new set of cooking knives and um, pretty decent set of Ginsu that were on sale on Amazon for like half half off. So I got like a. You know, whatever, a hundred and ten dollar block of knives for fifty bucks. I'm psyched about it. Are you doing that thing where like you're throwing heads of lettuce up in the air and cutting them in half? My like my main quality that I was looking for in these knives is that they could cut through cans. And if they can cut through aluminum cans, uh, then they have a chance. But ideally they would cut through uh pennies. So I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the test. I'm gonna try to try to cut through some loose change with with my knife block whenever it gets here and if it passes well, muster, I'll actually use it to cook. Don't use don't use the block because that's just a big piece of wood. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, wood wood tends to not be able to cut through metal. No, especially in big block format. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so this week, one of the thing the first thing we wanted to talk about was we both very very excitedly. On Thursday night, the night it came out, saw the earliest possible showing of mm-hmm. the of the girl Ghostbusters movie, or as some people <laughs> refer to it, Ghostbusters. People call it that. I didn't know. Well, a lot of people do. the The cast and crew, I think. I figured people just referred to it as the quote unquote Ghostbusters and did air quote did air quotes whenever they. Whenever they said the name of it. The Ghostbusters that ruined my childhood is what I oh, refer God. to it as loudly how, throughout the movie. How, how for a second, how how tired are you of hearing people say that? Like it's it's this weird uh and it's always it's usually white men <coughs> complaining, really? complaining about something. <coughs> yes. Right? I know, believe it or not. No, I'm not actually. Okay. Uh complaining about something or other, but like how much of an entitled dipshit do you have to be to be deep into your 30s and think that your childhood is even capable of being ruined oh like, like, i don't know how lucky how how lucky are these assholes that they that that they that they've gone this long without having their childhoods ruined yeah it's uh i was ruined a long time ago it's pretty tough i'd say it probably with my parents divorce that probably ruined my childhood for me, nine eleven. <laughs> you stole that joke from me on Facebook. Did I really? Or on, uh, on Twitter, I mean, yeah. I don't read your tweets. Uh, they're not very good. <laughs> well, apparently that one was. Um, but yeah, no, I have a friend who like has spent the better part... Well, Facebook friend, not real life friend. A guy who grew up across the street from me. Um, who, you know, he's spent the last several months tweeting about... This is ruined... Uh, I, I went and looked just now while you were talking, and I found his his most recent status update on this was from June 30th, and he said, if it took destroying Ghostbusters to relaunch 
ecto cooler, it may have been worth it almost. And it's like, get over yourself, man. It's like, bro, you're 37 years old. You have a child. Yeah. We're all good here. (laughs) Stop caring about that shit. Like, like you don't, you don't deserve all that. You don't deserve to have your childhood last into perpetuity. Like who gives a shit about ecto cooler? Like if that really matters to you, and I look, I I know I've joked about that sort of stuff before. Like I went and got surged whenever they re-released it, and you know, joked about it. But like, it worries me that people care about that stuff this much. It it really does. It's a Ghostbusters movie. We all loved it. I loved the cartoon as well. I had the little jumpsuit and the power pack and all that sort of bullshit. Like I was. Wow, your parents loved you, huh? I I didn't get any of that. It's a big. I think I might. Have, I might have just had the proton pack. I, I think I might have made up having having the jumpsuit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a kid in my preschool class had that. I'm just like projecting now. But like, sure. Like what? Oh my god! I so I I love I love the original Ghostbusters as much as anybody. But how broken does your brain have to be to to feel that way about anything? And then that's without going into just how misogynist and insane the the entire undercurrent of it is. Like all these entitled assholes just 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 think that they should you know, have it on their terms for the rest of their life. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, my my main thing, even after having watched the movie, is that I don't necessarily feel like it needed to be remade <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? Like, I think I, I guess it, so, but that doesn't it doesn't offend me in, in any way. No, not on like, like more I'm than, not personally more than, affronted like, by it. Yeah, how many of these movies need to be made again? Really? Right. Any of them? I mean, it's very rare that you see a franchise like reboot or remake or whatever where you're like, oh, that was worth it. You know what I mean? Like Mad Max Fury Road might be the only one in recent years where I've right. been like, oh, this is like an improvement on the original as a right. matter of fact. And, and, and when that was in production, I and mean, I know it was in some form, it was in production for half of our lives, I, I yeah. suppose. But like... Who th- like I didn't think that was going to be any good. No, I, 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 I had I had like, really really low expectations for it. Even though like everyone involved with it, like I was, yeah. I was okay with. But but I had the same. I I went into it with with that same mindset. Like, do we really need another Mad Max movie? And yeah, it, no, and, we, and I, I spent we, the entire we did. movie with my jaw on the floor. Like that was <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies of the like the last ten years. So I like you know if if it takes that much rolling of the dice to get the. Uh, to get like a movie that good out of the reboot remake like tidal wave that we're dealing with these days like i guess it was it's worth it right and that's not to say i didn't like ghostbusters i really liked it but it was so note for note along the same lines as the original that i was just like yeah i mean why didn't they just go like a shot for shot remake then like the pilot of the office yeah I, I, I don't know. I, I, I liked it enough where like any issues I might have come into it because I because we and we've we've spoken about this on the show and, and off the show. I thought the trailers were terrible. I thought they were bad. Oh no, that that like that's why I had such low expectations for this movie. Is like the effects looked like garbage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the trailers that is, and. There's not. There's literally nothing funny in in the trailers for mm-hmm. what is ostensibly like a horror shock comedy kind of a movie. The only thing that gave me any hope about the trailers was like Kate McKinnon winking at the camera. Like I saw that and was like, oh, that that's 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 intriguing. 
Yeah. But and, like, yeah, it was it was so much better than I anticipated. And it wasn't great or anything. Like, no, I, it, was, not, it was like a solid B. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say so. I'd, I'd give it a B. I'd give it a... Give it an eight point zero out of out of ten point zero. I think that sounds like a B minus to me. Maybe a bit higher. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care. Um, but like speaking of Kate McKinnon, highlight of the movie, right? Like, it's fantastic. She was so good in in its like extremely weird role. And, and I'm totally, by the way, like I I watch Saturday Night Live uh, religiously. <laughs> I would say still like I like I I I watch it every week in in one way or another. So like I'm a total mark for Kate McKinnon from the start because she's the best thing about Saturday Night Live right now. But yeah, she was spectacular, and I also think that I'm in love with her now, which is not great for me. Nope. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna say this for her, like let's <laughs> well, be- or for her, yeah. She's 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 famous in in gay. So yep. those, are, those two are two pretty two pretty big you. strikes against me. <laughs> um, I, I I will say this about the movie though I I was a little confused because like you know they set it up that all these ghosts are like dead people right <laughs> like uh huh but there's like the Uncle Sam on stilts yeah I don't know Who's what that, that guy was. Who, I'm what not is really Slimer a ghost of. Oh, Slimer a ghost of in in the first one though. Well, I I think I think the the idea in the first one was like, you know, there were all kinds of crazy ghosts in that universe, and I don't I don't know that that was quite so well established in this where they were like. Are you are you taking taking uh, umbrage with the science of Ghostbusters here? I think I might be. That's what it sounds like you are. And by the way, speaking of girls who shouldn't be in this movie, girl Slimer, I'm all set. Yeah. I don't like the idea of Slimer having a sexual relationship of any kind. <laughs> Maybe all the Twitter assholes were right. All the YouTube com- commenters, they were on to something. In terms of we didn't need a Slimer like like a Miss Pac-Man type Slimer. <laughs> yeah, I agree with all the neckbeards. I, I, I think <laughs> Maybe we didn't need this movie because it gave birth to a thought. Of, I, you know, it was, it was like, it was just, I thought it was actually kind of funny. I, I will say I laughed at it because it was just Slimer wearing like a wig and a bow. Yeah. Like, it was like, like, it, was like, 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 like the Mouse, was it was like dating. the Minnie Mouse version of, of Slimer, which is, if which Bugs is really Bunny funny. was driving around with Bugs Bunny in a <laughs> yeah. wig. Like, yeah. Like that's, that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I, Slimer, I disagree. Slimer having sex, any sort of sexual relationship of, of any of any type is, is unpleasant. Unpleasant. <laughs> yes. That's a deeply unsettling notion, but I don't know. The wig, the wig was also kind of funny. <laughs> the, the other thing I will say about that movie was like the guy who played like the main villain was perfectly good, but was I supposed to like recognize him from something? No, it, I, I, that was, I had that thought. Too. I was a little I disappointed never, in that. I have never seen that guy in anything. And I thought he and I, and I thought he was I thought he was good. And yeah, I he was. The 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 direction that they took it with him being like this, you know, this uh, toxic like bully gone bat bullied kid gone gone crazy. Like I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I I don't. I've never seen him before. No, yeah. So like I I was sitting there like thinking to myself there must be like some sketch comedy thing i haven't seen before yeah like, this guy is like I, I, like i, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 
he's the guy from this show Peaky Blinders or whatever, some like Netflix show I've never seen. Right. But he's not in Peaky Blinders, so I will say that. Okay. Well, name another one then. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So Wayward, Wayward Pines. Great. Perfect. Um, so yeah, I, I would say see Ghostbusters because, oh, yeah, by the way, speaking of which, nobody saw Ghostbusters. Like this movie did not do well. Um, I, I, and I guess I should have known because I saw, like I said, opening night and, uh, there was yeah. very few people in the theater. I saw it, I saw it not at the place I, I usually, like I just, the, the way the times worked out, I ended up going somewhere else, uh, to my non usual theater and like literally a place that I'd never been before with a huge IMAX screen. It's just, it's just a little bit too far for, for me to go out of my way to go to in that place. The mall itself was empty, but boy, was was the theater empty too? Yeah, I, so I, I had kind of a bad, a bad feeling about it. And it's not like it's not disastrous. It's just it's not a it's not a world beater either. I, they're banking on they're banking on people uh, continuing to go to see it, which tends to be the case with Paul Feig movies and Melissa McCarthy movies. So there's there's some amount of you know thought process into it. But yeah, you know, forty five million dollars or whatever it was, it's not not, not great. Yeah, so. Uh, do everybody a favor and go see that movie, gang, because, uh, it was, it was good. And these are all, like, great, uh, great performers. Like, everybody in it's very funny and... Oh, here's, here's, here's a question. Okay. I, I like, I like Chris Hemsworth. Yep. I think he's, I think he's charming. I, I, he's, he's a, he's a likable dude. But there were three or four too many Chris Hemsworth bits. That was like oh, yeah. that was like that was like my main complaint with it. Probably was that I not that not that the science was unsound, which seems to be your main problem with it. <laughs> I, like there was just a li- that like that whole thread with Chris Chris Hemsworth being, you know the, the 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 pretty dumb receptionist who gets possessed by a ghost. Like that went on for just a ludicrous amount of time. Yeah, I, I think I think they had adequately uh, explained the depths of his dumbness. Yeah, and then they went right. back to that well another two or three times. And uh, it, and it's not, he's uh, he's got the phone in the fish tank. He's very stupid. Yeah, and it's not that it, like again, it was perfectly funny, but it was just one. No, it was like it was t- like, one or two times too many. It was like but, it was like it was like Homer. It was like Homer Simpson stuff where yeah. you know, he just gets progressively dumber and to the point where. You know the original nature of of the joke is lost. Like like it just gets so 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 stupid. Yes, he's a very it's... attractive man. Get it? Yeah, that was the joke the entire movie. That's but... it. He's very very dumb. But yeah, I mean, like any Paul Feig movie, this was like fifteen minutes too long, and that's fine. Like, but it's you it's go to- see a Paul Feig movie, like you can't be surprised by that. It's it's totally. I it's a completely acceptable, enjoyable night spent at the movie theater and also like i do i i think it's cool that i think it's cool that there are eight-year-old ten-year-old girls out there that get to go watch and see a reflection of themselves in ghostbusters i think that's cool as shit because we already have that like 12 year old boys can watch ghostbusters and you know and see bill murray and and relate but it is it is it's kind of cool to me that the girls are are gonna are gonna experience that hopefully yeah, it's the same thing with uh, Ray in Star Wars. Yeah, you say that you can you can say that with anything. That's why that, that that's why having you know diversity in, in casting and in storytelling is really important. And it's and it's it's cool that it's cool that young girls are going to be able to going to be able to uh, 
hopefully hopefully connect to that. Yeah, it, it's you know, it's almost like they're half the population. Ah, that's debatable. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, so the other thing that we we wanted to, or I wanted to talk about it last week. I don't know about your feelings, um, but. I have long been, like, speaking of things from my childhood, I have long been obsessed with D.B. Cooper. Yeah. And the FBI last week was like, um, we're just not going to investigate this anymore. We have no idea who that guy was, but it was a long time ago. He's probably dead. See you later. So was your was your initial reaction to that, like, oh, shit, we're never going to know the truth about D.B. Cooper? Or was it like D.B. Cooper got away with it, and that's, and that's rad? Yeah, I, I think... I think the only thing you could really hope for, it's, to answer your question, the latter, um, the only thing we could really hope for was, like, a deathbed confession by hopefully someone, like, extremely famous. Yeah. (laughs) Joey Bishop. Yeah. And he's like... Someone someone from the Rad Pack. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I was D.B. Cooper all along, and everybody's like... And then he, like, you know, slides a briefcase out from under his bed, and it's full of, like, dirty... (laughs) hundred dollar bills from the 1960s or whatever yeah like like very very tangible proof that he like it's like the actual marked bills that they that, that they traced to the to the plane yeah yeah i because I, when i was a kid i was obsessed with this idea okay that, like, wait a, a quick a quick quick uh just one sentence review for anybody who doesn't know db cooper uh famously when it was it was in the late 50s he uh Hijacked a plane essentially and and jumped out of it with a briefcase full of money and nobody ever knew anything about his about his identity or his name. DB Cooper was a was an FBI given alias. Uh, there's been instances where you know I think some money washed up on on shore at some point. There there have been you know twists and turns and possible leads, but you know at the end of the day, his identity is still still completely unknown. Yeah, um, and by the way, it was the 1970s. I think it was in 72. Was it really? I, yep. I could have, okay, my, my bad. Well, so I, I, thought, the, I thought it was... Part of, part of the reason people kind of thought that might be a th- like, that, you know, it might come back into popular culture again was when Don Draper in the last few episodes of Mad Men was driving west, people thought, oh man, like, he vaguely looks like the famous D.B. Cooper sketch, like if you put the sunglasses on him, so maybe it's going to end with Don Draper as D.B. Cooper, and it didn't. Yeah. And, you know, my thing was like, well, of course it's not because it's about like four years too early for that to have been the thing in the show. But that would have been been a crazy surrealist sort of ending for that for that show. Not that it didn't not that it didn't dabble in that. But like, I think it was pretty clear when you're a couple years in that that's just not it's not the way it was going to work. Yeah, no, for sure not. But yeah, so like. But also, it ended with him inv- with him starting the Coke campaign. So I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I mean, my favorite part about that, just real quickly, is that like afterwards, everybody was like, "So did that mean? Does that mean like he cynically co-opted like the peace and love movement of the late nineteen sixties, or does that mean he bought in?" And and Matt Weiner was just like. Anybody who thinks he would have cynically co-opted it based on, like, all the character development I did over a period of years, like, right. those people are deeply disturbed, and I don't want to talk to them. And I yeah. was like, yeah, that's great. I like it. I like it when, whether it's filmmakers or, or, or TV guys or whatever, like, I like to an extent when they're like, nope, that's wrong. Like, that's that. Yeah, inter- just flat that- out. Yep. 
I'm not. I'm not gonna entertain your fan theories. Like that. This is that just how it's that interpretation. Go. Art. Art is about interpretation, but that interpretation is is actively false. The, the opposite of the of the Sopranos. Yeah. Where like that guy's gonna go to his death to his grave, just being like, "Oh yeah, it went to black, and I'm not gonna tell you why. You figure it out." Whereas Matt Weiner was like, "No, idiot." <laughs> like. I'm not yeah, I'm totally, totally, I'm totally on board. I'm totally on board with both with both mm-hmm. uh, with both schools of thought. They, <laughs> I think they both, both they agree. both entertain me deeply, so that's fine. Yes. Um, but yeah, so so back to DB Cooper. Like when I was a kid, I don't know if if this is the case for you, but I was obsessed with like the Bermuda Triangle and Bigfoot and UFOs and all that oh, yeah. kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, and like DB Cooper, even though like there was nothing really supernatural about it, was definitely like lumped in with all of that, and like you know the Roanoke Island disappearance and and that kind of thing. Hundred um, percent, the Donner Party, like all all sorts of that stuff. Like I absolutely. Yeah, and and like to, it was interesting because in like the you know the city next to my town, there was a restaurant called DB Cooper's, and it was literally like a DB Cooper themed restaurant. That's amazing. And I, yeah, I insisted on going there on multiple occasions. And it, like, <laughs> you know, it was basically just like a TGI Fridays with parachutes on the wall or whatever. I was going to say, like, well, which, yeah, well, they're just like parachutes and briefcases. Yeah, pretty much. And like, like yeah. you know, I, I seem to recall that the, that the menu was, um, was like, you know, pun DB Cooper related. Uh, that's a- as you do, as you do. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it was just this thing that, like, I, I'm so glad he got away with it, basically. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't. Maybe he died in a crash landing in, like, this harsh stretch of wilderness where he jumped out of a plane. But, you know, uh, probably not. Hopefully not. I, I don't know. I, I just think that it's great that even the FBI is like, look, man, it was, like, 45 years ago. Yeah. We have better good... shit going on. Yeah. You... <laughs> You win, man. Yeah, you beat the system. That's what it's all about. I there's definitely like some sort of change that like I know I know that like when I was when I was a little kid, I was definitely like I hope they find DB Cooper. And and you get a little bit older, you're like I hope they fucking never find DB. <laughs> yeah, man. I totally get it like just in the same way of like you you root for like bank robbers and bank robbery movies, right? Like you root for DB Cooper to defraud whatever, like Pan Am right. or whatever the airplane was for two hundred fifty grand, yeah. and just jump out into the night, never to be seen again. Never to be seen again. No, it, it is. I that that stuff. I'm I'm always fascinated by it, man. Like it, it's the logical sort of, sort of precursor to being really interested in like true crime stuff and whatever, yeah. where 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 you just have just sort of a pathological uh, desire to learn about sort of unexplained unexplained events and, and it's not just and it's not just aliens and it's not just UFOs I, I think you mentioning Roanoke is a great example just stuff like that I've always been I've always been super fascinated by it like I like I remember I remember reading because Men in Black came out in 1996 and I was 10 but like I remember reading about the Men in Black like the concept of them like when I was seven or eight so I so I went into that movie with like yeah, pre-existing knowledge deal. about it. Yeah. yeah, like like knowing the deal and, and knowing knowing the concept. So yeah, it's it's been a big it's been a big part of big part of uh big part of my life for sure. Yeah, I 
I think I think the uh, the idea of like the Men in Black in particular is very very like interesting, but also terrifying in a way. Oh, like sure, like you see um, you see a movie like E.T. or whatever, or this new Netflix series Stranger Things that I ripped through in like nine hours yesterday because I yeah, was yeah, which which is definitely that's definitely in the cards for me because in the last like forty eight hours I've had. I think three, possibly four people be like, you need to watch Stranger Things immediately. It's truly like very gripping 80s throwback kind of television. So yeah, I'm down. All the performances are great. Like even from the kids, like they got great child actors to, you know, I I think they do. This does a better job than say like, you know, E.T. of showing what the adults are dealing with as well. That's good. Um, and like Winona Ryder is the is the like number one build star, but but there's a bunch of other people that you I don't know how. Like I didn't know anything about this. Like I like I, yeah, like, I it just kind of dropped in my lap and in the the last day or two. Same. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about it, but uh, I I'm glad I I took the advice of all those people who recommended it because it was it was very entertaining and. I, I was a little disappointed. Apparently, they're going to do a season two that kind of follows these people around, and it's like, well, you know, what is this going to be? The X Files, where inexplicable shit keeps happening to the same like five people. But, yeah, I, I whatever, man. I'm I'm always cool pulling the shoot on stuff. Like like yeah. if I like like if it if I love it and season two starts and I'm not feeling it, I will just stop watching. Ooh, I'm not so much like that. Uh, like no, I, I, yep, I'll stop. The, it, it, a show has to get very, very bad, like The Walking Dead, for example. I watched the first four seasons of that, and I think I maybe enjoyed the first season. You know there's what a, I mean? There's, there's a certain point, I, I will say, there, there's a certain point where it's like, I'm pot committed on it, and I'm just I'm yeah. going to watch, I'm going to watch, but like... If it's eight episodes or something and, and, it, and it sucks, like I'm, I'll, I'll stop. I, I, have, I have no problem doing that. Yeah, at all. I mean, I, I like I hated the newsroom, for example, almost immediately. But I was mm-hmm. like, let's see where they're going with this bullshit. Yeah, see, I, see, I, I just, I just stopped. I, like, but, but, like, but, 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 a better, like, a better example in the other direction though is like The Office. Like, like season seven or so of, of The Office was unwatchable. But I, you know, I, I watched it just yeah. out of out of goodwill and in some notion of, you know, completism that that. I definitely have, but yeah, if if it's like if we're a little bit in and, and something and something seems like it sucks, I'm I'm just gonna stop. I'll give most shows like three episodes to do something to keep my interest, um, mm-hmm. and like certain and once that happens, like if I get past that three shows, I'm probably I'm probably in for oh, no. a while, mm-hmm. for for better or worse, more often than not, worse. Like yeah. There's just so much TV to to be watched. Like someone just recommended to me yesterday, like uh, my crazy ex girlfriend, and I'm like, eh, who has the time though? You know what I mean? Like you do, you do apparently. Well, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of time on my hands. Like, no, but but you don't. Like you don't have that much time on your hands, and yet you still find a way to watch. Like all the shit, it's really it's amazing to me. The the I mean, we've, and we've talked about this before, but like Jesus Christ, dude! Like you don't have to watch all this stuff. Mm, I don't know, <laughs> but you do. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff out there that like might be worthy of my consideration, and I get worried that it'll turn out being like a justified type of scenario where I gave it yeah. three episodes and I 
I wasn't into it. And then everybody's yep. like, oh, but if you start with the season finale of the first season, the next, like, 55 hours of TV are exquisite. And it's like, shit. Well, yeah. now now I'm never going to catch up. But, like, that's not going to happen with my super ex-girlfriend. Or crazy. my crazy ex-girlfriend. My super ex-girlfriend was at That's a different show. Yeah, that's, that's a movie. Like, I mean, you don't need to you don't need to watch every episode of that, man. You no, just you're don't. Right. I'm not going to. You might though. But I might. You may. Like it like it could totally be a scenario where a friend of mine's like, "Oh, you want to like wa- watch this real quick?" And I watch one episode and I'm like, "Well, now I'm in, I guess." And yeah. you know, there goes another 26 hours of my life or whatever. Mhm. Um but hopefully not. I hope so. I hope you continue wasting your life and what's left of your youth watching shitty television shows. It's going to happen, man, for sure. <laughs> they, they keep making more of them, so you never know. Um, the other thing that we were going to talk about this week was an idea that you brought to the table of, <laughs> because there's not a lot of sports to talk about these days, <laughs> Why don't we start drafting things? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to explain <laughs> what this concept is? Yeah, I so I I went to uh I went to a show on Sunday night. I went and saw Hey Mercedes, which was, you know, one of my favorite bands like in high school. Uh it's basically Braid was was the precursor, Bob Nano was the frontman for both. Hey Mercedes is like all all of Braid save for save for one guy. And uh, and they did like a you know a, a a tour behind the 15th anniversary of of uh, of their first album, and I went and saw it on Sunday, and it was just it was it was a great, and Bob Nano was just so goddamn he was so cool and and seemed not just cool but also somebody who I would like get along with very well, so yeah my my thought for Ryan and obviously this isn't there needs to be some threshold of fame for this category because. Otherwise, it would just be like random guys from bands. But it is something I think about. Like, what famous people would you like to be friends with? And and is there a list? And you know, is that something normal people think about? I would I would I would say so to to an extent. So we should draft that famous people to be friends with. I, I real quick on the subject of like bands just playing a whole album on a tour. Have you ever been to one of those where you're like, that wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be? The, w- you said that it wasn't? Yeah, like, have you ever left one of those disappointed? Because I certainly oh, no. have not. Uh, at this point, at this point, no. You And you've been to more of those. I, I know you went to the Weezer ones and, and whatnot. But, like, I, uh, no. It's, especially because it's like, if you, you know exactly what you're getting into in, in, you know what your expectations are, and there's no way for it not to deliver. Like, 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 hey, Mercedes playing every night fireworks front to back. Like, there's just no way that I'm not gonna love every second of that. And they yeah. sounded, and they sounded great, and they were super tight, and they also were were which I thought, which I wasn't sure that I would have loved. They were really faithful to like the recorded versions too. Like, yeah. like, there, like there was there was certain like little fills and stuff that were the exact same in in in. It was it was great. It was exactly what it, what I hoped it would be, and I had a I had a blast. So yeah, I, I think those more often than not they tend to they tend to be worth your time. Yeah, 
Um, the the most recent one of those I did was uh, Andrew WK <coughs> playing I Get Wet on New Year's yeah. Eve. Yeah, that's, which that's... was like you not you couldn't get any better than that. No, that there's, was there's, unbelievable. There's, there's just no way that that wasn't going to be great. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, let's get to your to your draft. Do you, who's <laughs> picking first here? I I don't think we. I don't know. Oh well, this is going great already. Um, I really I, haven't. I, I haven't thought about it quite as much as as I was anticipating either. I kind of forgot I said that to you. But, you know, whatever. Oh, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> it's too late now. I know. Um. So I guess I. You go I will first. Go first. Yeah. yeah. Um. And let's see here. This is like, this is tough because there are definitely, like you said, it, it's it's a certain level of fame where you're like you don't want to pick like you say, a guy from a band and like it's a, it has to be a person you feel like you could get along with in real life. Right. Like where, where you're like, okay, this is both a person who is at least like, you know, a star of their own movie. Right. Right. Okay. Someone, someone that like your mom would potentially know. Sure. Um, that really limits. (laughs) Well, maybe not. Yeah. That's, that's, um, okay. I'm, I think fa- famous people, it's like, it's like, it's like pornography, the definition of pornography, like whenever that came up, like, I think you kind of know a famous person whenever, when, when, whenever you see it, yeah. like you can, you, you can say like, so-and-so is not famous, so-and-so actually is. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess my, my, my one to open this draft first overall pick is, uh. Young man run by the name of Chris Pratt. Ah, shit. Yeah. I, that's a layup, right? Yeah, it has to be. He seems like he is extremely funny. He seems like uh-huh. he is extremely nice. He mm-hmm. seems like I could talk to him a lot about Jurassic Park. <laughs> you like Jurassic Park? It's okay. You know, I... I, 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 bet, I, bet, I, he knows, I bet he knows even more about those dinosaurs than you. I, I really bet he does, too. I bet he's super committed to it did you ever see that clip of him on like ellen playing dinosaur trivia against a, a little kid and he almost beats the little kid who's like a dinosaur expert <laughs> did he did he like was he he was like legitimately trying to beat the kid i think well he he didn't start out that way like and then he, he, and then he realized like oh this kid came to play bro uh, see like i that's see, I, I like that a lot i i like i like that that happened like that happened to me and my buddy uh, recently, recently, semi recently, we were we were playing frisbee, like at a park by my house, just because we were bored, and we ran into like these two little twelve year old kids who were like on the ultimate frisbee team, like at their like the ultimate frisbee club, like at, at their elementary school or the middle school or whatever it was. Yeah. So we started playing them two on two, and of course, like jumped out to this huge lead, and. Uh, and and like didn't quite start to go easy on him, but it was more that we were running out of gas, and these, yeah. these 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 kids just had limitless energy, and they came back, and they and they came back on us, and they they ended up they ended up winning. It was super embarrassing. Like these are like this is these are two decently athletic like adults who slow who, down. I'm serious. Decently athletic. Get out of here. You no. sm- You used to smoke like a pack of cigarettes every single day. It wasn't a pack of cigarettes a day and that happened in college. So it, it, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't count. But like, I, 
but anyways, like like they they came back on us, and by the time like the the competitive switch got completely flipped with us, like it was way too late. They ended up beating us, and I still I still goddamn I'm so mad about it. I lost to a child. Really- yeah, the trick is for me, like uh, the most recent experience I have like this was uh, I was playing Scrabble against a child, and I kicked mm-hmm. the shit out of that kid. Yeah, like I, I, I would show no mercy in, in that scenario. Yeah, no, you, you can't because how are they going to learn if you're not dropping like seven letter words on them? It's true, man. You got to drop some SAT words on on these on these twelve year olds. That's for sure. exactly right. While they're putting down like boat, cat, <laughs> dumbass kids, boat, boat, loser, <laughs> idiot. All right. So Chris Pratt, Chris yep, Pat, Pratt, first first pick. I think I think that's a strong first pick. Probably would have been. Uh. I'm going to go Paul Rudd. Same category, really. Same category. Yep, Marvel, I, I, mar- funny Marvel superhero. Yes. I, if, white, white, yes, white, white males. Now, I, I uh, yeah, I, it, it needed to be Hammer Pratt because I, I don't know. I just feel like, I just, I, I feel like, I feel like we get along. Always have. Nope. Number one, no, nope, number one pick for sure. I'm going. It's going to be all white guys like from the Apatow like universe, I think. That's exactly right. Seth Rogen, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, number 2 for me. This is a tough one because like I think about a, a person like basically what I feel like it is is like a person you would run into on the street and then like somehow you're hanging out with them. Yeah, right. Like, you know it, I mean? would, it would just it would just uh, organically kind of happen. Yeah, right. So I'm gonna say that a person that like if you ran onto them on the street and it and you organically like got invited to something, I'm gonna say Chance the Rapper. <sighs> like I bet that dude is very cool about all that's, kinds of. That's that's recency bias, though. Yeah. But like he's on his way up though. He's for sure. Yeah, so, like, for sure. He's gonna so get very, very famous. He's also like he's also like twelve or thirteen years That's younger true. than he's twenty three. He's he's very young. Mm. Is he he's twenty three, is that what it is? Yeah, I think he's twenty three or twenty four years old. Yeah. I'm not really sure what I would what I would what I would talk to a twenty year old person about right now. That's true. You know what? I haven't thought this through at all. No, obviously. No, no. It's off it's, it's too off late the board. now, yeah. I mean like you're probably going to say now like something like Taylor Swift or no or Lord. No. She's like 12, Lord. right? That's the joke. Yeah, I, I don't even is she hanging out anymore? I don't even know. I don't know. I all I remember is people in Boston got very mad at her cuz she was supposed to play like a um an outdoor festival they have every summer mm-hmm. here a couple years ago and there were mm-hmm. like thunderstorms and stuff and so she got like her set got rained out and people were like personally mad at her for like not wanting to play through lightning. Very strange. I, I, I hate her for that. Yeah. She's, she's awful. That small child. Can I, can I pick the lonely Island as a, as a unit or do I just have to pick no to that? You have to pick one of them. And the, I'll pick, the, I'll pick, the correct answer I'll pick, is Yorma Taconi. Yeah, I, I'll go with Sandberg because whatever he'll 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 end up uh, 
Yeah, it, he'll end up uh, bring, bringing all those guys around, too. Plus, you get to hang out with um, his wife, what's-her-name, who's very great, also. Uh, yeah, who plays the harp. Joanna... Oh, my God, I almost, I almost forgot her name. Jo- yep. jo- jo- Joanna no, Newsom. I definitely yeah. forgot her name, because I'm very bad at this kind of thing. But, yes, Joanna Newsom, who is great. She was yes. in a Paul Thomas Anderson movie recently. Think about it. And along those lines, I'm picking Paul Thomas Anderson. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> although he does seem like he might be cool. He married Maya Rudolph. Absolutely. And like, he, he, seems to enjoy comedy and things of this nature. His his uh, WTF episode was, was really good. Really good. It came out right before Inherent Vice came out. And, who are uh, his guys? Just kidding. Who are, you, who, who are your guys? Remember? What, is, what, what right. does Lauren think? Um... I I fucked it up. I I I I fucked up talking to Lauren. He does. He, he doesn't like me. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this, young lady, out of also out of Massachusetts, just like me, Amy Poehler. I yeah. Mean, I feel she's like delightful. she's very funny. She's probably very fun to be around. Um, did you and she did you, again knows everybody who is famous and funny and all that kind of stuff. Did you watch did you watch the Wet Hot American Summer documentary on Netflix? Of course I did. Like how how awesome does she seem in that? Extremely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She was she she was on the list. Uh my my third pick is Questlove. Quest love. That's a good one. That's a very tons good of, one. Ton, tons of famous friends. Very obvious comedy chops. Uh, like maybe the greatest music encyclopedia in the form of a person like on the planet. That dude knows everything about everything. He's a great storyteller. Uh, yeah, um, I think that's a great value pick in the third round. That That's pretty solid for sure. And plus, uh, the only the only thing I have along those lines is um, I have personal confirmation that he is super duper cool because mm-hmm. um, one of my professors in college like grew up with all those guys. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just no way that he isn't honestly. Yeah, exactly. So that's a very very solid pick. And sticking with the NBC late night lineup, I'm going to say Seth Meyers for mm. my number four. I took I took Questlove over Seth Meyers, and now I have two halves of the greatest weekend update this side of uh, Norm Macdonald. So it's true. That's very true. very good for me. I think it's about uh it's about as far as I've as, I've, <laughs> as far as I thought honestly. Uh, I don't know. Boy, we really should have like prepared better. For I this. completely, I completely forgot that I said that to you until you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned it even before the show, so you could have totally. Yeah, that was that was where I came you up could with have my totally top three. Sto- oh, I see. I I, well, I feel like we're picking five, and then because yeah, I I five. can't do five, I can't be, do beyond five. No, definitely not. I you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Dave Grohl screw it whatever that was one I said last night and then forgot about when you brought it up to me he's Mm. another one like I'm I'm not a I'm not a very big Foo Fighters fan but 
Same. I think uh, yeah. I think I think his bona fides in general are proven as far as that's concerned, and he seems just like a nice a nice dude with with a lot of with a lot of good stories. He's he seems he seems funny too. Yes, he definitely um, does, and he has his own HBO show, from what I understand. He has like a million HBO shows, doesn't he? I don't know. I think he's getting a second one. Is is what you're thinking of? Um, yeah. Because they had like the Foo Fighters like documentary series or whatever. But yeah, I, I like I like uh, everything Dave Grohl has done except like everything after the first three Foo Fighters albums. Yeah, and and he's and he's such a he seems like such a likable dude that like I that I just don't even I don't book like they're those are totally adequate like music. <laughs> it's totally adequate records for people who aren't me. Like I I I don't begr- I don't begrudge anybody for liking them. It's just not it's important boring to me but whatever yeah and then um i do have a, another quick like friend of a friend dave Grohl story um i know a guy who uh used to be the f- manager or something like that for the foo fighters um mm-hmm. and at some point he was at the grammys with dave Grohl and his wife and like his wife ended up uh talking to chris martin who like mm-hmm. she had a bit of a crush on and Dave Grohl walked over and was like get lost buddy. <laughs> That's great. I might be screwing up that story a little bit but it was definitely Dave Grohl telling Chris Martin to beat it. Which ah, is- Sam, I feel even I'm even better. Like I I I feel great about that pick now. Yeah. That it's a very solid one for sure and it and I feel like, you know, if you like ran into Dave Grohl while wearing like a Motorhead shirt, you were you would be in cool with him. Forever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for my fifth and final pick, you want to talk about value picks getting Questlove at three. President Barack Obama <laughs> at number five. <laughs> That'd be great. How great would it be? Oh, man. Super into music. Seems to yeah. know a lot about like movies and stuff. Uh-huh. Former president of the United... Soon to be former president <laughs> of the United States. Um, big sports fan. Big sports guy. You're a sports guy. Mm-hmm. I could be like, hey, did you see that Chicago Bulls game last night? And he'd be like, I have the following thoughts about the Chicago Bulls. And from then on, we would personally be best friends. I can't. I'm bummed you didn't do an Obama impression there, man. I, I'm really bad at I do, like, good one-word <laughs> impressions. <laughs> All right, my fifth, my fifth and final pick, Michael Keaton. <laughs> That's not as good as Obama. I, it's not. It's not. But like, here, here's where I'm picking Michael Keaton. He's from Pittsburgh. He's Ooh. like my dad's age. He generally ra- reminds me somewhat of of my dad in in general. I feel like they could. I feel like they'd get along great. Like I feel like Michael Keaton and my dad would be like sure. best friends. Because they have like totally like grew up around the same time in in the same place have like shared experiences, you know both both very very huge Pittsburgh sports fans, uh, and I don't know man I I, I feel like I, I feel like Keaton would just be a, a cool dude to hang around with. He said something on on WTF, and it's something I think about all the time. He was talking about like about like using tobacco, about like using skull and like and like smoking sometimes and whatever. <clears throat> and Marin Marin asked him if if he quit. And Michael Keaton was like, uh, you don't really quit tobacco. You just kind of 
avoid it for the rest of your life. <laughs> and I, th- I thought that was just like the greatest, the greatest line. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with him uh, because he's Batman, and uh, yeah, I'd be friends with my dad. Well, I'm gonna say this too. You know who else is a is a big uh, a big tobacco user or was President Barack Obama, my new yes, best friend. Uh, how great would it be to just to just hit heaters with a president, man? It'd be <laughs> rip, awesome. Rip some darts out back of the White House. <laughs> Plus, like it's how a, how great it's would a it dream be? Of mine. By the way. Like anytime you hang out with your best friend, the Secret Service is there to make sure you don't get shot. Yeah, you're safe. Pretty I'm, sick, I'm, man. Good. Plus, Michelle Obama seems like she's cool as hell. Very much so. So the whole family seems delightful. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Sasha and Malia. Whatever you know, if I can't hang out with 23 year old Chance the Rapper, like 14 year old Malia Obama. No, no, I I mean that whatever they they seem like they seem like good kids. The jury's the jury's still out on them though. Yeah. Plus the other the other thing with Obama is that also makes you friends with Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick, man. Yeah, it's a good pick. I, I I think that's important whenever whenever you're whenever you're considering this stuff is maybe maybe you don't like that person all that much necessarily, but it's important to think about what they could what they could do to you. Yeah, what they could, I, you what, know what, what, what they could do for you and the, the yeah, connection. like Obama, you know. He's extra, like, okay. Extrajudicial drone strikes on civilian targets in the Middle East. Like, yeah, that's, that's problematic for me. But also, like, you know, he knows Kendrick Lamar, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 think, I'm, uh, I think I'm into that. Yeah. So, no, that's a, good, that's a good value pick. Barack Obama with the ninth overall pick. <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, so just to run down who our friends are here, I get Chris Pratt, Chance the Rapper, Amy Poehler, Seth Meyers, and Barack Obama. You get Paul Rudd, Andy Samberg, Questlove, Dave Grohl, Michael Keaton. <laughs> I think I win personally. I think you got I'm, your I'm ass to you too. You got that's, destroyed in this. That's not true. Not true. I, I, I made one misstep here and I, while I would say you didn't make any missteps necessarily... Like you, you played it safe for sure, and uh, is that so? Yeah, and I'm gonna say you know you don't swing like you don't swing for the fences like President Barack Obama. Barack Hussein, Hussein Obama. Obama. I and I you know when, once I'm friends with him, I could also be like, what's the deal with that? Yeah, and he tell I mean, me. I, I got a lot of questions for that guy, Ryan. Let me tell you. Yeah. I got a bone to pick with your buddy Barack. That is that is the problem. I would hear from a lot of my relatives about your pal Barack Obama. Facebook status updates. I don't need that in my life. But yeah. All right, we'll try to come up with a with a better research draft yes. subject next week. Yeah, that was a disaster. That's my bad though. I I I totally forgot about it. I'm dead serious about Obama, though. I think that's a great pick. Number I like I like all my picks. I, I I think in terms of like in terms of like you know I could have thought about it more, and I definitely defaulted to just like you you settled for a couple like, of singles there for sure. Like like com like just comedy people, but whatever. Yeah, I understand. Um, okay, so let's move into the ever popular listener questions. Only a few of which were about dinosaurs this week, and isn't that so nice? Um, here, here's a good one just to start off. 
What is a smell that most people don't like that you actually enjoy? Mmm. Man, that's do you do do you have a ready answer for oh, that? Oh yeah, I absolutely do. The correct answer here is hockey equipment. The smell of uh, hockey equipment is that is great. incorrect. The smell of hockey equipment is awesome. I will fight anybody on this. I love it. You like vinegar. I, I like I like vinegar in general. Yeah, I, I I I also like vinegar. I don't know that is that a thing people don't like the smell of? I didn't I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Yes. I guess. Oh. I don't know. That's a that's a good that's a good question. I, mean, I would I would I would assume call in, folks. I you know I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that there are too many though. Like metal, certain kinds of metal have a weird smell. Uh, see, I, I don't. I don't. I don't like the smell of metal at all. Like like any time. Like if I use like a hand railing or whatever, I, I usually wash my hand. Not not because of. Not because of fear of germs, just because I don't like. I it's don't a like certain smell. kind like, of metal, like if, like if you have like a big cup of coins, you know how that smells. Uh no 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 no! I, I don't like that at all. That's fine with me. I, I I'm not gonna say I enjoy that, but I feel like it's something people don't like, and I think it's okay. I don't like. There's definitely a lot of smells that like I don't. I feel like bad smells are just bad smells. Yeah. No, I think I think most of us would agree with that. Which is why they're bad smells. Like nobody's sitting here going, "Like you know what I like is rotten egg smell." Oh, boy, some I don't know, man. Yours, uh, you had some good answers. Thank you. I really appreciate your saying so. Um, but you're yeah. gross. Clearly, no, I'm I'm a disgusting human being for sure. Um, another another question here: What is your summer activity of choice? Going to baseball games. Yeah, that's a solid one. Big, big fan. I feel like I've talked about this already, but I, I do. Yeah, man, I like, I like hanging out at, I like hanging out at baseball games. Yeah, it's very pleasant way to to spend your evening for sure. And I also, I also live, I live like right on the edge of a pretty huge public park, and uh, I like, I like going for walks on the trails. I don't like running them, and I don't like biking them. I just like kind of leisurely going for walks alone like a like an old like an old widower or something <laughs> just a sad man with his a thoughts sad, a sad old man whose kids don't call him his wife died of pancreatic cancer many many wow. years ago. jesus yeah. that got dark in a hurry <laughs> um I'm going to say there's two things that I enjoy in the summer beyond going to baseball games is there is a beach near my house. Um, and I like going there and sitting on the bench. That's not like on the beach itself. It's like on a, on like a kind of half a boardwalk kind of a thing. Um, and just reading a book. This walking, walking in the park. Sitting on a bench. Yeah. Sad old man lives. Well, what I would do. Just just two chill dudes in our early 30s. That's right. Well, I mean, it used to be I would, uh, speaking of widowers, I would usually bring my dog on these excursions. Um, Mm -hmm. But my dog died, so I'm not going to be doing that anymore. 
Um, and then the other see, one. My, see, my wife didn't actually die of pancreatic cancer, though. That didn't happen. <laughs> you, you were not. My story's, my story's not real. Right. I, well, like, it would be a thing Yours of, like, is. what I would do is in, like, the trip to the beach would be me walking the dog, right? And then <laughs> sitting at the beach for, like, an hour would be me hanging out with the dog and also reading and, like, you know, petting him and things like that. And then walk back, <laughs> more dog walking. So it was, like, a very utilitarian thing for me. I also like walking around and eating ice cream. <laughs> I was I was going to say get a couple people in a car, go somewhere like, you know, an hour away and get like ice cream at the beach. It's a good one. Mm. All we have here are rivers, Ryan. Oh, see, I mean, I live 5 miles from the ocean. <laughs> Not yeah, even. Rub it. Uh, rub it in, why don't you? Well, okay, so um, you know, I, I can go to the beach Next literally question. anytime I want. Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Why aren't more hockey fans also soccer fans now that high quality soccer and decent broadcasts are readily available? It's a sports I, question. I feel like there's a ton of hockey fans that are soccer fans. But I, I, the question is, why aren't more? Because I definitely hear a lot of people who are like, it's boring. I don't like it. You know, same I don't, stock I don't answers. spend my I, – I watch, I watch like national tournaments and like I'm super – I'm as casual as it, as it gets honestly as far as soccer is concerned. Like I, I don't have – I don't have any rooting interests at all yeah. in it. So – but it's, it's not because I think it, it's boring. I just – again, like I just – I follow enough sports so I – there's certain things that I pass on. Yeah, it, it, for me, I mean, I like soccer a lot, and I used to have New England Revolution season tickets. Um, right. And, like, I think soccer is a really great thing to just, like, put on in the background on, like, a Saturday or Sunday morning, or, like, even if you're watching it, I, you know, it's a great way to, to pass a couple hours for sure. Um, but I think the answer is that... To, the answer to the question is that... Um, we don't have a good domestic league and most of these people like didn't grow up with it. Um, you see a lot of people around here who are like, Oh, my favorite team is Manchester United. And it's like, why? And it's like, well, I picked them arbitrarily. Right. And, Which and, is like, I, I don't relate to that at no, all. Like, at I, all. I don't, like, I can't, like, I can't understand a, that. You know, Liverpool till I die or whatever. I'm just like, you you, I mean, you, like, that, you, you can, picked that when you were nineteen years old. Like, how do you how do you feel that that close of a connection? Yeah, no, I I don't understand that. I don't at debate all. that it exists. I yeah, obviously, no, it I just definitely don't, exists. I just don't, but well, right. Like, I, I don't understand. I, I guess I guess what I'm saying is like I don't. I'm not challenging the valid the validity of those feelings. Like, or whatever those people feel the way they feel. But like, I don't relate to it at all. Yeah, no. and, and I, I I think part of it too is like, and and this is uh, this is. Um, it's a similarity to the one that you, that you just gave. You know, if you grow up with with you know hockey, baseball, football, basketball, or s- some combo of the four, like I, people just I, I don't know. Does, who wants to watch sports every goddamn at every moment? Like it, like at some point you want to have other time to do other things and be like a semi well rounded person. And and doing it on you know. I don't know how do a lot of people want to just hang out on I, not everybody is going to want to just watch 
English soccer on Saturday afternoons. Like yeah, people, I, people should want to do other things and have other interests. These, these people who wake up at like seven thirty in the morning on a Saturday so they can go to a bar and watch it yeah. with a bunch of people who are just like shouting cheers of teams and stuff like that. Like that shit is exhausting to me, dude. Like I live down the street from probably the biggest soccer bar in Boston. Um, mm-hmm. And th- what, what happens is they have a really good breakfast. Yeah. That's always the way that it goes. Yeah, and like, so yeah. like I'll go down there on some Saturday mornings and it's b- become very rare because it's like the official soccer bar of like, the Chelsea supporter club in yep. Boston and the, I think Manchester city or, you know, like four or five different teams. And That's it's, exactly just, and it's, it's just people like screaming at the television at, you know, 10 yeah, o'clock in the exactly, morning on a Saturday. It's, and it's like, they, Hey bro, I'm just trying to eat my bacon and eggs here. Like, please take it easy. It's this way here too. Like the, one of the, the, the biggest soccer bar here is probably, it's not, it's like across town. So like I have to like go out of my way to go there, but they do have like they have, they have good breakfast stuff. They have like scotch eggs and shit like that, and I'm all about that. Like like I'll I love I'll I'll go put down some scotch eggs and and box teas and stuff like that. But that's also like it's also the Arsenal bar, <laughs> so it's like I, I don't I don't want to go there and stand in line and just be crammed in with all with with a bunch of people who are watching sports and loud and obnoxious when all i want to do is just eat some eat some breakfast food yeah um and uh, just another quick question that's kind of related what are scotch eggs that oh, wasn't really? from a listener yeah i don't know what that is it's um it's like a hard-boiled egg that's that's wrapped in um usually wrapped in like uh wrapped in like sausage or some sort of like it's usually sausage and then like coated in, in breadcrumbs and fried. It's 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 a completely gross. Hey Sean, quick question. Why have I never had one of those? Because that know, sounds man. incredible. They're unbelievable. They're 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 really, really great. They're I've the not size even heard of like awe of it. They're the size of, you, you know what you have. There there was a joke about it in, in the British office about how um about how Keith likes eating scotch eggs. Okay. Well the accountant. But no, it's it is it's it's like it's basically a, not basically it's it's a hard boiled egg covered in meat and then breadcrumbs and then fried. It's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want one of those eggs now. Frankly, I yeah, want man, like you four eat, of them. Uh, you eat you eat two you eat two of those things. You're you're, you're all you're, set. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Very last question here, and it's someone being a wiseacre again. Since Pokemon are clearly dinosaurs, what are your top three favorite Pokemon? Ooh, that is a good, correct question. Well, I mean, it's not correct. Best Pokemon is Pikachu. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) this is your top three. I don't, I don't have, you can't say right to me. Give a shit about, I really don't care about Pokemon, man. I don't care. Charizard. Great. That's two. Squirtle. That's three. Uh, and then Kirby from <laughs> Kirby's Dreamland is my is my third favorite Pokemon. He's a pretty good one. <laughs> for me, three. for me, based on um, everything I've caught in Pokemon Go so far, Pidgey, Rattata, and uh, Weedle. 
Ratatat. Ratata. Ratata, not Ratatat. I like Ratatat. Well, I mean, that's kind of what they're going for there, I think. Oh, is that so? I think so. But, yeah, it's, uh... I, I think knowing Pokemon, like, you know, I played the games when I was 12 or 13 or whatever I was when they came out. And uh, I think mainly knowing Pokemon is good for, like, making a joke about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel left out uh, of, this, of this whole thing over the last couple of weeks because, like, I know very, very elementary uh, Pokemon stuff. Like, for example, I know that Pikachu was the best Pokemon. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. He's the most famous. Consensus. Consensus. The best. Not the most famous. Well, he's not even the, the- best. I mean, like, Raichu would be... A, mo- a better, I, a better one. Uh, and that's just the evolved Pikachu. That's your opinion. Well, no, I mean, like that's objective fact that, like, a, a thing that's an evolved version, like you wouldn't say, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't say Firo is worse than Spiro. That's crazy. Sure, it could be. An, it could be your opinion. I, I guess that's true. I guess it could be my opinion. But you have I, a lot of really questionable opinions about animals and whatnot <laughs> oh uh i forgot to mention by the way that this weekend i went to a museum with a lot of dinosaurs at it hmm Which, is that so yep it, it sounds like me and uh it it's because i went there and i enjoyed myself a man one of the docents there was trying to tell me about how he's from pittsburgh and he's very excited that the penguins won the cup and I was like, dinosaur capital of the world too, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Did you know? Well, I mean, it isn't. <laughs> I mean, the Carnegie Museum has a bunch of dinosaurs there, and I, I've been meaning to go for some time, and it seems like it's really great. But no, it's uh, it's not the dinosaur capital of the world. Dinosaur but. capital of they call it Dinosaur City, USA, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I mean, they don't call it that at all. Like Dino Dino City. Nope. They they do not call it that, um, but but when they, I just called it that, so yeah. But you said they, who's they? You need royal more than they. one person. The royal they. I don't remember what show it was, but uh, the there was a show where someone asked, like, "What is? What do you mean when you say they?" And and one of the characters said, "It means the president and his wife." So I'm gonna have to call my close personal friend Barack Obama. And see what he and Michelle think is Dino City, USA. <sighs> Such a good pick. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I think that's going to just about wrap it up for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to really, really try to do better with this draft thing because we, we, didn't, we didn't think about this too much. Yeah, we'll have, we'll, have better, we'll have better topics. And again, there's nothing going on, so who cares? Yeah. This is this is an extra fifteen minutes out of your life. Big deal. <laughs> Bye. Cry about it. See ya.